Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hey, trade show warriors, planners, exhibitors, sponsors. Welcome back to campus here at Tracer University. You are in the right place, and I applaud you for making that decision to continue to learn. Welcome back. This is going to be fun. Today, I'm going to be sharing five more tips that no one's telling you, and this is especially for, for those exhibitors out there, but for your show planners, help your exhibitors. If you help them get better, they're going to have a better show. If you're a show planner and you want to get some tips on, on how to do things better with your exhibitors, how to have a better show, reach out to me, Jim at tradeshowu.biz, Jim at tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z. But I'm really excited to have you here today to share some of this information. And as an exhibitor, you need to have all the ammunition you can get to make sure you get the best results, the best ROI, right? That's what we're doing it for. We're doing it for the results from the ROI. So let's just dive right into it. So the first tip that I have for you is learn how to end a conversation. Yes, I said end a conversation. And you might be thinking, well, that's not what I want. I want to start conversations. But we've all been in those conversations that are just going nowhere, or maybe they're great, but they just start dragging on way too long, and you're like, oh, I need to, st to end this conversation. You need a quick and polite way to end the conversation so you can start talking with somebody else. Because the longer you talk with somebody, there could be multiple people, even dozens of people that are walking past your booth that may never come past your booth again. That may have been one of your top customers of all time that just walked past and you have no idea because you didn't have a chance to talk with them or engage with them. So come up with a quick statement that wraps up the conversation. Something like, hey, I don't want to take away any more of your time from seeing other vendors here at the show. It's a big show. Did you get all the information you needed? That's a great way to, to get that conversation to come to a halt, wrap it up quickly, and then... Then you, you could set a follow-up if necessary, if you feel that, wow, we need to continue this conversation. Or you can say something like, if you're having a great conversation, hey, I love where this is going, or maybe this seems to be a great fit, don't you agree? Let's continue the conversation. How about a dinner tonight? Or let's continue the conversation next week and pull out your planner and s schedule that next follow-up. And then whatever you come up with that one thing, statement that's going to be able to end the conversation, teach it to your team. Time is money, especially at a trade show. So that's the first tip is to learn how to end a conversation. The second tip nobody's telling you, assign each person of your team specific things to do. Now, so many people, quote unquote, know how to work a show. You know, if you're planning a show for your company, that you're probably dealing with a lot of the same people, those seasoned sales reps who've worked all these shows, and they know how to work a show. But when you get to the show, it seems like everybody is doing the exact same thing. They show up, 
and they stand there and wait for people to come to the booth and talk to them. And then when there's downtime, they check their phone, they talk with other people, or maybe they just disappear. Now, you're there to work the show. You're not there to do your day job stuff. So give everybody something specific to do. So in the booth, they should have a specific role. Are they a greeter? Are they doing the demos? Are they answering specific questions? Are they taking orders? Are they scheduling? Whatever their specific role is, it doesn't mean that that's what they're going to do the entire time because at times you're going to need people to engage uh, if there's nobody in your booth and you and you got a lot of people walking past. But have everyone have a specific role. And then you can have other things that they're going to do when times are down. So have someone responsible for replenishing the literature and the giveaways, making things look good. And that could be you know when it's busy too. Just have someone responsible for looking at that stuff. So when everyone is just busy, busy, you can have one person that they're responsible every once in a while just looking at the literature, or I got to fill that, or I've got to stack up the pens a little nicer, or I've got to refill this or that. Have somebody responsible for going and taking pictures of other booths to get new ideas or to go do some competitive analysis. Whatever it is, have specific things for people to do. If you need some ideas, because there's a ton of things that people can do, need some ideas, email me, jim at tradeshowu.biz. We can set up a call. We could talk about this stuff. And when you're rocking and rolling, you can have an amazing flow because everyone knows their role. Everyone's going to be doing their job if you strategize on this ahead of time. So that's tip number two. Assign each person of your team something very specific to do. Here's tip number three. There's some items that you shouldn't rent. Now, I I don't mean to uh, make anybody angry in the furniture rental business, but there's just some things you shouldn't rent. Now, look, I am cheap. You could ask my wife. I'm really cheap. (laughs) And I like keeping money in my pocket. And I like saving money for my clients and for my company. So keep that in mind as I'm saying some of this. First thing, never rent chairs for your staff to sit down. Okay. They should be standing, moving about, moving and grooving during the entire show. Unless someone's got, uh, they have a bad back, they've got, you know, they can't stand for long periods of time, then have a chair for them. And I'm not saying don't have chairs in your booth. If you have a specific area where you can have a table and chairs for you to sit down and talk over with, with clients, that's something completely different. But just don't rent chairs for, uh, for the people that are working your booth. Don't rent trash cans. <laughs> those those little trash cans that you could buy at a store for five bucks is what they rent you for forty. So make sure just just th- get a couple of them if you want to. If you have a big booth, get a couple of trash cans, throw them into your display materials, and ship it with every everything else. Another thing, there's some services you shouldn't get, and that one of them is a vacuum service. I've worked a lot of shows where you want to make sure that the, that carpet looks pristine and everything, and you're spending literally hundreds of dollars to have someone come in for five, ten minutes and vacuum your booth. You can invest under $50 for one of those ones that doesn't take any power, but it's going to get all the, the lint and stuff off of your carpeting. Don't invest in a vacuum service. Sorry for all you vacuum people out there. And TVs and monitors. Sometimes, if you just need a monitor, it could co- it'll cost you more to rent one that will to. 
purchase one and then you have it for show after show after show. So think about what you use time after time and you're just racking up these bills in rental when you can buy one, put it with your display things, brainstorm how can we save some money, get a better ROI. So that's tip number three. There's some items you just shouldn't rent. Tip number four, make strategic connections before the show. So many times I see people that they get to the show and then they're they're trying to make all these connections, which is great. Obviously, when you're there at the show, you want to make connections. But you could start the show cold and hope you make great connections with people at your target companies. Or you could start making those connections ahead of time and have a full calendar with those dream contacts that you really want to make sure you meet with. Use LinkedIn ahead of time. If you don't know, if you don't have the contact information for that person or for that company, do some research about on LinkedIn about the company that you want to meet with and then start reaching out to those people. Hey, who's going to be at ABC show? And if the person you're connecting with, they might say, hey, I'm not going to be there, but I know that this person is going to be there. And then you can connect with them, maybe set up that that appointment ahead of time, that dinner, so that you're not stuck when you're at the show not making those connections that you really wanted to. Also check the show's site or the registration list. And if you need to, pick up the phone. (laughs) I know it's old school, but pick up the phone and see if you can get in contact with the people that are going to be there. Especially if you have customers or prospects that you know are going to be there, make sure you do that and get on their calendar before the show. Don't wait till you get to the show because a lot of people's calendars are already full by the time you meet with them. So, So that's tip number four, make strategic connections before the show. And tip number five, have a specific plan for the slow times. Now, I talked a little bit about this earlier, but here's the fact. There are times in every show it's going to be slow, and we never plan for it. (laughs) We never plan for it. And then when it happens, we just sit there and we complain like, oh, my gosh, where is everybody? And you're trying to figure out stuff. There's a ton of things you could do when it's slow. Have these things planned out and discuss them with your team so everyone's on the same page. Everyone should have a list of customers or booths to visit that they've done some research before the show. Have everybody scan the show floor map to see who's going to be there, where they're going to be, and you have that list so that when the time time's a little slow and someone can leave the booth, that they know what they're going to be doing. Have someone doing competitive research taking pictures, getting literature, do some networking, talk with the show organizers. If you're responsible for the show, co-talk with the show organizers about next year's show or about anything that could be better for this year's show that can be changed. When you're getting near the end of the show, start packing up some things. Don't tear down your booth, not until the very end, but you could start packing some things up because it's typically slower near the end of the show and you could start getting some of that extra literature put away some of those things so when the end of the show happens you're already further ahead so just brainstorm with your team the things that you can each do when it's slow so that when that time happens and it's gonna happen you can then just spring into action so that's tip number five have a specific plan for when the show is slow So which are your favorites? Send me an email, jim at tradeshowu.biz. I would love to hear from you. And then, as always, 
subscribe wherever you're listening to this subscribe join our email list just go to our, our homepage tradeshowu.biz it's tradeshow the letter u.biz right there on the homepage drop an email because we give tips every single week in the newsletter and there's other great stuff you just don't miss it. <laughs> Join the email list. And then if you if you can, if you're getting value out of these episodes, leave a rating and review wherever you listen. Uh, it just means the world to me. And thank you again for coming back. Don't miss any up, upcoming episodes. You are not going to want to miss. There's some great, great interviews that you are just going to be thrilled that you checked out. And share this with others. Please share this with others. We need to get the word out so all of our shows can be better. Thanks for coming. We'll see you next time right here on campus at Trade Show U.